Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the War Room. We got Tez, Kim, Jimmy, PJ, B. Austin, the Hot Block Commander. Super short. 
right, man. Let's let's get right into everything, man. But before we do, just got to remind everybody out there that whether you're with us now, live, or if you're listening to this after the fact, anytime on demand, you can still check out archive episodes of our show and all of our partner shows on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. Uh, you can do that either on our website, warroomsports.com, or on one of the many major podcast listening platforms out there, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. I mean, pick one. The War Room Sports Podcast Network is bound to be there. Uh, you can listen to The War Room. You can listen to shows like Tissue and the Tape uh, if you're a hip-hop fan. Uh, you can listen to On the Couch with the Wilsons if you're in the movies and television. You can listen to John Appetit. If you'd like to get your grub on. Um, and then we got other sports shows such as the Broad Street Line, After Further Review with the Mayor. Uh, we got it all, man. So make sure you take a listen on the War Room Sports Podcast Network. But let's get into these hot topics. And hot topics, as usual, is brought to you by my bookie. It's time for you to make some money sports betting at my bookie. If you still haven't checked out my bookie, then it's time to place a bet. Because, you know, if you guys didn't know that sports betting was all the way legal now, then I don't know where you've been for the last few years. But you can lay down some bread on all the biggest games in sports by joining the War Room and thousands of other online players. Placing bets at mybookie.ag. No excuses when you win. You get your payout and you get it fast. They even have in-game live betting. So you can place wages after Derrick Henry blows a tire. Um, join now and my bookie will match 50% of your first deposit up to $1,000. Just use the promo code WARROOM, all caps, one word to activate this offer. Visit mybookie.ag today. Play, win, and get paid. That's all there is to it, man. We just want to give a quick Pro. shout out to the uh, the Atlanta Braves. I know B. Austin down in your part of the country, they're going to be partying. Yo, uh, in a, in a yo, day they canceled, yo, they canceled school tomorrow. It's a holiday. Hey. They hey, man, the, the, the Braves haven't done this since, what, 1995. It's been 26 since years. David since Justice they, was since banging they, Holly Berry. <laughs> they hoisted that trophy, man. So, you know, it, it, they got to do what they got to do. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, didn't they cancel school when the Eagles won? So, you know, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, if they didn't, there was a lot of kids playing hooky that day because I saw a lot of kids down at that parade. No, they did. They did. Okay, I was about to say, I, I didn't think it was any uh, uh, school going on. Yo, so, man, that's a normal thing. You know, sports are, sports are the most important thing in society. So, you know, you got to create a holiday. Of music. So, I mean, it, it's, also, it's, also logistical, it's also a logistical nightmare. So, you got to, like, it's like oh, you yeah. got to do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because you know you might you might have like a, a school bus driver that's going through like what Ben Simmons is going through, and he might just bowl over like thirty thousand people because they won't get out of his way. Yo! So, you know, he, Yo! <laughs> you gotta you gotta do what you gotta do, man. You gotta cancel I'm keep things. It, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it. A, I'm gonna keep it a thousand though. I'm not going anywhere near Atlanta. Off. I ain't going nowhere near Atlanta. There's going to be way too many Joe Buttons down there trying to get their slaughterhouse. Yeah. Yeah. We heard about that, man. What's, what's up with that, man? What's up with Joey, Yo. man? I'm a Joe. Is that, is that a rollout? Or, or does it have anything, nothing to do with him and somebody just made that up? Like, what's up? Yo, here's the I thing, saw, right? No, so, I saw it. I, I saw I it, the, I don't listen to I saw it. Sorry, kissable? No. Oh, he said it. No, he came on. No, he grabbed the microphone 
well, he's apparently he's been grabbing microphones, but he he had his mic, and Bull said, "I like men. I like men and women. I am bisexual." He said it. I would just like to say that in my life, right, here's what I want to say. I'm, oh, go ahead, brother, because <laughs> I, right. I got an announcement. So I, 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 no, no, I, I used to listen to the show, <laughs> but I really don't. I really don't listen to their pod no more since uh, you know you did his homie. Since like Ro- that. yo, Rory and Maul, he ruined it. Yo, I hate Bull. I believe Bull Gates. Yo, but let me, let me finish. Yeah, yeah. Let me finish, bro. Let me finish. My fault. But it's been a running joke. It's been a running joke on the podcast for years that you know he's clowning me. He said, "Yo, before 2022, you gonna come out as bisexual." Like so, that was been a running joke. So with that being said. I don't know if this is like part of the shtick or he was dead serious, and maybe that was like the rollout for him actually being serious by making that a running Yo, joke for the last two years. It don't even matter. It don't, so don't even know. matter. But I ain't no, ain't no, ain't no, ain't no upstanding this. heterosexual male gonna do that. You know, Joe, and I know Yo. Joe is a is a is a thirst. Well, you thirsty said, well first ninja. off, you said upstanding, right? This is twenty twenty one. People do weird. Yo, I honestly believe that the boy Little Nas X not even gay. I really believe that. Yeah, I believe that too. Like these days, I, I, I these days people do anything. You do anything, yo. Like it's worth. Mm-hmm. It's worth. Well, fabulous, like, fabulous. Told y'all, money ain't the root of all evil. Now, attention, attention is. Um, listen, and the thing about it is, I know I, I, I'm not the I'm, only one who stopped listening, right? But the fact of the matter is, yeah, since I this uh, thing went semi-viral, guess what? People are talking about his pod now. He's probably gonna do numbers on that episode because no, of he's that. gonna do big numbers. Because so everybody, nothing, everybody gonna laugh at him. Exactly, so nothing shocks me no more, bro. Like, nothing at all shocks me. Everything is about attention. Because my thing is, even if that's the case, what's the point of announcing? Yo. Can I just say that? I'm I'm, I'm somewhat, and I'm sure that there have been people in the public eye and the media that I I defend and I rock with. And and y'all know how kind of how I feel about Joe Budden. To the Joe Budden stand, I'm a Joe Budden hater. To the Joe Budden detractors, I'm a Joe Budden stan. But I've always kind of been objective about dude because I feel like he doesn't get his credit because he's such a noodle. He doesn't get his credit as a lyricist. Same thing with game. Like, dude is a lyrical wizard, but I can't defend boy no more. And call me, you know, call me whatever. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. No. Hold a lyrical hold wizard you and you about to start dressing like one? Hold up. Oh, hold on, hold on. Here's my question, though. Hold up. You've only defended his ability to rap. How does this yeah. change his ability to rap? <laughs> just destroy this whole character. You disrespect him every other way. You just always admit yeah. that the boy can rap. Like, that doesn't change anything, does it? But Cut his because water of all the fact the that off. he's been rapping, he's basically saying that he's been rapping his lips around Nemo. I can't. I'm not. <laughs> hey, <laughs> yo. Yo, man, I yo. never grew up. And I never anyway, grew up. man. Anyway, congratulations to the Braves. <laughs> I don't know how this turned out. I know, yo. How do we off, get here, yo? Yeah, c- congratulations to the Braves. <laughs> All right. We Philly fans. Yo, how was you? A, a come on, man. Now we was, grown, we was grown. We was grown by the time Slaughterhouse came out, so we probably didn't act the same way about them as we did Wu Tang. And I know some. I know y'all was Wu Tang stand. How are you a part of Slaughterhouse and you do this? 
Slaughterhouse. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, we, we're going to grab How you part a slaughterhouse and you do this? <laughs> we're going to grab disrespect it. Yo, you disrespect we're gonna, we're gonna a lot of people. On. All right, move on, hey, man. man. Get talk, me out of here. Talking about so, disrespecting, man. I just think about something else, too, real quick, B. Austin. I know you be with the chatty pattiness. Yo, there was a boy that was on The Breakfast Club a minute ago, and he was talking about – um, he was the boy that was going through it with – um. What's the publicist chick name that everybody messed with? Oh, um, yeah, her. Anyway. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, so it was a boy on there, and he was like, yo, Joe Button, keep attacking me. He was like, yo, I got dirt on you. If you keep attacking me, I'm going to put it out there. I was thinking, like, yo, maybe. Jasmine Brand, he I think he just, Maybe he just well, got no, in front Karen of Karen Civil. Karen Civil. That's it. Karen that's Civil. that's it. Be awesome. That's her name. That's the name. Yeah. So he was defending Karen Civil on his podcast network, and the boy was like, all right, keep coming after me. I got some dirt on you. So now I'm thinking maybe he's trying to, like, you yeah, know. He, he, he tried to jump in front of that bus. <laughs> yeah, this is a random thought. My bad. I know, I know uh, we got to get back to our show. I jump on the bus. Patties, man. But while we announce what we like, yo, I like BBWs that know how to cook. But go ahead, man. <laughs> well, like, like Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. Speaking of chatty pattiness, man, your man Scotty Pippen is still at it. Um, you know, his book is, is finally about to be here. The, the release date is supposed to be November 9th. So he's making his rounds again, and, you know, he's he's still on his FMJ tour. Um, he's still bitter about the last dance, and, you know, he had a couple of comments uh, about all of that this week. Um, and, and we're just finding out new information about this whole situation. And it's crazy, you know, to think about how close these two dudes seem to have been, you know, when they were playing. But uh, Scottie Pippen basically was saying, you know, in that documentary, I was nothing more than a prop. Um, Michael Jordan couldn't have been more condescending if he tried. Um, He was an effing noodle, Scottie. He he also says the Netflix, the docuseries, he he, he did it to prove that he's bigger than LeBron James um, because there's people now saying, you know, LeBron James is past Jordan, so he had to put that out to remind people and and try to stake his claim as the greatest of all time. Um, What do y'all think of of Scotty's, you know, latest, we know the, the, we know the rollout started months ago and he's ramping it up a little bit now because the the documentary is coming out, but what's up with, you know, some of the latest stuff. He said he never, he said one thing he regrets is never giving Michael Jordan condolences of when his dad was found murdered back in 1993. That's foul, yo. Like, that's that's kind of yeah. I'm about to say that's 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 foul. So Scotty, Scotty is a noodle on on a lot of different levels. First of all, you know, and some of y'all are gonna listen to this episode and say what's wrong with this ball, but because this has nothing to do with his basketball playing ability. But you let future make you a cuckold. So are we really going to respectfully listen to you? Like you Yo. let future knock your joint down. Come on, man, Scotty. Yeah. If you don't get the right, stuff so, out of here, and your I mean, sneakers so are always weak. According to how many kids he got, he should knock a lot of Jones down. But yeah, yeah he definitely did. But Joe, the thing is though, um, what's interesting about this to me is that it is part of the rollout. We all know it's part of the rollout. But yo, I ain't gonna lie, it's working too. Cause I'm gonna mm. watch the doc, like. Yo, I'm, I'm, you know what, Dad? We got this list, right? Like the OJ case, Biggie and Tupac. I'm starting to put the 96 Bulls on that list. It's like no matter what kind of content <laughs> is surrounding it, I'm there for it. You got yeah, to, I, I think that's about to go on our. It's, it's all covered with the hoop earring, list. dude. You got to now. Yo, it's, 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 it
Now you're gonna see the real story. So it's more, it's, no, but it's more than that though. Like they, they really, it, it's, it's so much drama there with Rodman, with Phil Jackson. You know, I really, Scottie really, 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 Ronald. really, really don't like Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I mean, that's cool. That's, that's cool you, and all, but listen, he, he really makes good. the drama better though. He makes the drama better. Like Tony Kukoc, you know what I'm saying? Scotty pointing at the shoe. Like it's so much drama involved in those, those, uh, you know, several years they played together. Yo. That I'm here for all Jimmy, the madness and all the nastiness Jimmy, and messiness now. Scotty Pippen huh? don't give you Don, Scotty Pippen don't give you Donovan McNabb energy. He don't got a little Donovan in him. I mean, he probably, like, spends a lot of time in Chicago. Energy, more Joe Button. <laughs> but what I what I will say is this: like, no, he definitely it makes buttons. it interesting. He definitely buttons. It makes it plus. Plus, you gotta understand when you watch Scotty on see Scotty be going off that digits too, yo. Scotty be drinking, yo. Like, I remember when I used to watch him on the NBA show, water. He'd like be. Um, he'd be off them digits, man. Like, so Scotty be on them digits and he'd be gone. So you got to understand that too. But it's definitely working because I'm looking forward to the book, the movie. I want all of it. Pause. I'm a, let me I'm gonna give y'all a couple more quotes button. and then I'm gonna ask y'all a question about this whole thing. Um, you know, because he's basically saying from one season to the next, we received little to no credit whenever we won, but the bulk of the criticism when we lost. Um, welcome to playing with you know a superstar, a goat. Um, he said Michael could shoot six of twenty-four from the field, commit five turnovers, and he was still in the minds of all the adoring press and public. The errorless Jordan. He said, "Now here I was in my fifties, seventeen years since my final game, watching us being demeaned once again. Living through it the first time was insulting enough." So he goes on to say how his friendship with Michael Jordan has never been tight, and he said Michael and I aren't close and never have been. So there's one more thing about this that, that he mentioned, and this was what people, you know, when he said this, a lot of people were like, oh, is this what it's really about? Because he talked about the documentary, the docuseries, and then said, you know, we had to see all of that about ourselves, and we didn't receive a dime for it. Like, could this be about money? But that's not my question to you guys. I'm like, okay. You had to let them in because that was what he said before that. He's like, we let them into our lot, you know, to our sanctuary and all that kind of stuff. So back then, if, if, if money was an issue back then, when you let them in, like you didn't negotiate that, you didn't ask them if y'all were going to get paid. You just said, yeah, come on in. Like that doesn't really sound like somebody who wasn't close to this dude. You trusted them that much to do that. And now all of these years later, you're talking about you didn't receive a dime. Like what? Like, is it just the rollout? Like, is anything he's saying, does he believe anything he's saying? Because I don't understand how you would complain about that part of it when you allowed them to do this. You didn't ask about money then. You didn't try to negotiate anything. Like, what's up with Scotty? Scotty's a noodle. Scotty allowed Future to plow his wife in front of him. Yo, talk um, about this up, and I man. think Nobody that care about I think I think I think even if it's a lie, I think at some point delusional people convince themselves that lies are true. That's what delusional is. I think there's some delusion there. I really do. I think Scotty is rewriting. I, mean, I think he's rewriting the past based on how he may have felt at that time, but never let it be known. And now he's, it's, it's, that's what I'm about to say. I don't parent. put it past, like, I don't I think, think, I think, I don't think he's lying about like how they felt. I mean, that's, that's any team with a giant. No, he ain't lying about his feelings, it. but he's going to feel about like he you're not getting all the credit. You're going to feel like you're getting all the blame. 
I think he's lying about things saying like we were never close. Like I I never got that from them. Like they seem like they were cool. You know what I mean? But um, hey. they seem like they were teammates to me. They never seemed extra cool. They never seemed extra cool because I mean seem cool Mike to me. I don't know. Not to me. Mike <laughs> was bigger than the sport, so Mike ain't seem cool with none of them dudes. Because Mike was just like Mike was Mike. Like I don't know. For like, me, it seemed Mike, like Scott I Pippen was like, the only one that he ever gave any respect to. Like real respect. Just like, like I, I thought like, they were cool. Like I'm Kobe, not saying he was cool with everybody, like, but I think I thought he was cool with Scott. I felt like Kobe was never cool with any of his teammates, regardless of what he said. I never felt like he was cool with any of them. Um, <laughs> Even Powell, and, and you didn't think he was cool with Powell. I think, I, think he, I think he grew to to be cool with Derek Fisher because they 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 won five together. So yeah, I think yeah. I think that's genuine. I get what Jimmy's saying though. I don't. No, I mean, I don't know if it's always it's, no. Been, it's, it's all speculation. It's all speculation. Kobe, I think Powell might right. Powell might be the closest, but it's all speculation. But all I'm saying is. That's what kind of like you know made Bron different because we we were used to seeing Kobe and Mike behave one way and Bron kind of like cool at all. Bron be trying to draw his way like he didn't seem like the the star like he used to be like on people. Yeah, so it's kind of like it's kind of like and and this goes to 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 what basketball does though, right? Bron made Willie Rodman think. Before no, before before Mike we had like Magic and Bird and before then we had Doc, and it's like whoever the face of the, the the you know the superstar in the league is. You know, you see people trying to mimic that, but then, like, you know, Bron kind of came in and changed it and became, you know, AAU Bron. Um, right. But I never felt like they were close. He was like I never the, felt like the they were best close. in I never the league, like... but he was a fan. <laughs> yeah, I never uh, felt like, like Mike was close for him. But at the same time, this comes off to me, this whole Scotty thing is like, yo, he's been feeling this way for years, and he finally got to go Nas to say something. And he's probably speaking not just for himself but the rest of his teammates, but it – you know, a lot of them ain't gonna say nothing because at the end of the day, like you, you, some of the the things that you got were based upon playing with him too. Like some guys yeah. have admitted that, like cats that left the ball. Or, 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 or Scotty Pippen, or Scotty Pippen having financial problems, and he's Mike is just big enough to have to be collateral damage for. <laughs> like, look, I mean, I can get rich off bashing this cat. Like, I mean that like too. That being too, on his job, haven't paid off that much. Like after retirement, so it's time listen, for me to stop praising this, this bull. This is <laughs> this is an easy check. This is an easy check for him. <laughs> easy money, easy money, sniper. <laughs> it's like it's almost yeah. it's yo it's almost like a it's almost like a fatty writing a tell-all book. Yeah, but no, <laughs> even back to the to the Kobe thing. I get what you're saying. I'm I'm with you on that. I think Kobe may have. Um, forged some real friendships after, you know, he was damn near on his way out and he wasn't so robotic about basketball anymore. So he kind of opened himself up to maybe Powell, Lamar, Derek Fisher. Those are the only three I can think of. I don't think he had any more friends ever Ron. in the league. But um, who? Who? I don't think he was cool with QB. Oh, Ron, I thought you said Bron. I'm like, oh, that that relationship's so fake. But <laughs> um, I don't think he was all that with QB. I think he treated him like his little like slow brother. <laughs> like, like I, I really yeah, I do. Could, like the way I could see that. He, yeah, I, I mean the way that. Kobe used to like he really used to act like Ron Artest was like some six year old, and, and he was like his his. Uncle, I mean, ment- mentally, kind of like, like Mike treated all his his teammates. Except for, except for, I, I just didn't see that with Scotty. 
I did, yo. Scotty was still his young boy, man. Like he, yo. I mean, he had to be his young boy. But again, but again, my thing is like, you know, this this is not shocking to me. Like the the way that the fact that Pippen felt this way is not shocking to me. It's just how he go, how the rollout is just interesting to me. But I, I, there's probably people on the Lakers that that felt their way about Kobe. It's probably, you know, I'm not saying probably there is, but, you know, there's people in the Lakers who felt their way about Kobe. Um, now that I'll never say it because of, you know, how things ended, they will never say it. But um, same with Brian. They probably right? felt that way when about you, Magic. That person, Magic be on the court smiling. Absolutely. Probably just the hell out of them dudes. Absolutely. Outside. He was hanging with the owner. Absolutely. I mean, when, when, you, when you have a – exactly, that was part of the story. They were saying folks looked at him crazy because he used to hang with the owner and, you know, and, and bang chicks. But, you know, how that worked out for him. But anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so this yeah. isn't like surprising that you feel this way when you're playing with a, when you're playing with a polarizing figure. Yeah, I guarantee you, you start interviewing the uh, the Colts that play with Peyton Manning, they probably hate his guts too. <laughs> yeah, I mean, any situation. I mean, you're gonna hear everybody say nice things about Tom Brady, but it's the exact same thing. Like he's gonna get all the credit when too. they win. He's gonna get none of the blame when they lose. It's, it is that's what it is. I mean, kind of the way right. Cat, Cat and You're, you're going to reap the Jimmy. benefits off of that, though. You're going to be a champion right along with these dudes. But, you know, when things don't go well. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know, though, because Scotty recently, like, his legend has grown so much. Um, I don't know. Like, these feelings might have been, you know, feelings that he felt throughout the years. I don't even know if it's still like that as far as the credit is concerned, but I think Scotty has come to a place where he can capitalize off of this, so he got to dig up them feelings again. Because, you know, as of late, man. Like, and, and, Scotty, and the fact of the matter is, I cut I've seen his whole career. Scotty not radio, super internet. legendary now. <laughs> Listen, bro, Scotty is being talked about on the internet. He's been trending. So, <laughs> I mean, it is what it is. Without him doing this, none of us even care about Scotty. We barely care about Mike anymore. I mean, damn, Scotty. I mean, what was you scared to smile? They called you ugly. Like, what? <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. But all right. So, um, yeah, we'll we'll see. I mean, but you're right, Jim. I mean, the rollout is working because I'm definitely interested in the book. Unguarded comes out November ninth. Um, I might yeah, check that out. It's definitely going to be important. That is. I'll probably check that out and finish that before I even finish the ESPN book. <laughs> Yo, it's only been a decade. Yeah, I've been reading the same book for ten years. No, you can't stop the thing. <laughs> All right, so um, Ben Simmons is now refusing um the Sixers' attempts at helping him. Like they're trying to give him. I guess they're trying to help him out with like mental health uh, therapists and stuff like that. Um, and he's refusing their help. Now, they said he's been working with uh, a therapist appointed by the NBA, um, like by the Players Association, but he said right now he's not comfortable with sharing anything from that with the 76ers, and when he feels like it, he will. I mean, is this just him, like, you know, just continuing this little ruse that, that, that he's doing? There's not going to be any information because he's just using this to get get his check. Yeah. What do y'all think? This is a hustle, really dog. Ain't nothing wrong with this boy other than any bitch ass thing. He he cool. Mm-hmm. He's trying uh-huh. to get his check. Yeah. 
I mean, what is it with the 76ers, though, and, and having players with some kind of mental block? Maybe it's the, <laughs> maybe it's the organization. Maybe like a track like, like we got a mental block. Draft, like, they do some testing before the draft on these dudes' mental state, man, because, you know, I don't know, man. That's like two number one picks that both got mental blocks. Like, right. I mean, you know, I don't know, bro. That's, that's, that's two of them at some point in their career were scared to shoot. Man. Yeah, Ben is running the play, man. But I, you, you can't. I don't know how you come back from unless you go somewhere else and you win like three consecutive championships. Like, you've ruined your legacy. Outside of money, right? You got your money. You you independently wealthy or what have you. But yo, you 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 a coward, B. You a rich coward. <laughs> yes, I, I don't know. Some, some, some cats don't coward. mind. Some cats don't mind being a rich coward better than being a poor coward. <laughs> this is true. This is true. But I mean, you know, here rich ass cat. Your boy name is Rack. Rack Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> Rack Simmons, aka so Ban. Now you Simmons. a band. Now you a band and a rat. All right. So <laughs> related to this, the Portland Trailblazers were in town to play the Seventy Sixers earlier this week, and during player introductions, I mean, y'all know uh, the city is is known for the way they boo everybody and you know during the player introductions the the visiting team got booed as they always do as they should but when they got to Dame Lillard there was loud cheers and then when he went to the foul line later on during the game a couple of times they were actually chanting like we want Lillard or or something of that of that nature now what do y'all think like what what are your thoughts on Sixers fans doing that I mean, we know we all know why because there were rumors that there were talks of the Sixers trying to get Dame Lillard for Ben Simmons um, and things of that nature. But do you think the fans took this one too far? Um, I mean, fans are going to fans. I don't think that Dame has any intent. Yo, I, th- I really think like Dame is going to punish himself and stay there the entire career and be a loser. Yeah, Dame ain't leaving. You know, just to prove mm-hmm. a point that, you know, I'm, I'm tougher than y'all. And just, yeah, he's you know, not – he's, he's trying to show that he's not a rack. He's not a rack, and he's not a band. And yeah, that means he gonna too, go too much far with him. He's going to go too but far B, with him. B, you don't have any problem with, with Sixers fans cheering for somebody on the opposing team that has no real I, real ties to the Sixers or I, the city? I, I do. I do have an issue with it, but – all right, so I find be like I got all, all it, but I hate the other ball so much that I don't care. Yeah, I hate that. Yo, he, yeah, yo, I guess we've been family, so he he knew how to articulate that. Like I hate ball so much that it's almost like just like I can put myself in a fan's shoes. Like I, I probably would feel guilty, but if I was there courtside, I would probably do the same thing, especially if if. Rack, uh, Rack City was actually in the building. Oh my God, I, I would, I would have to let him know somehow my feelings. So that's basically the city and the fans letting Ben know, and maybe even the top of the organization know what what they feel. But the the team, the jersey should mean more than your personal sentiments against one player. Like that's disrespectful to the legacy of the Sixers. It is. I mean, it's, it is, but I, I don't it, think fans weird. are thinking about it that deeply. Yeah, well, Dame, this was his quotes after the game. He said, yeah, I heard it. 
Um, I mean, it's the city of brotherly love, I guess. They showed the brother some love. He he he's spitting bars in his post game. B A R S. He said they showed me some love, but that was it. I thought it was funny. That comes with professional sports. It's fun. It's a public thing, so I'm not uptight about it or acting like I don't recognize it. I know what it is, and I know what it's about, but I'm a trailblazer. I appreciate the love. I appreciate the respect that they show and the desire or whatever. I'm ten toes in Rip City, and I've said that time and time again, and tonight I laughed about it during starting lineups, but that was that. So just like y'all just said, Dane was like, F-O-H, like, I'm not going nowhere, so, um, you know, it's going to be a long – I guess, you know, Portland, that's a one-time thing, so he's not going to be back. So after him saying that, you know, they don't get an opportunity to do it again this season. So um, that's what I would be curious about. Like if this was a star from the Eastern Conference and they were coming to the Wells Fargo Center more than once and they expressed after the game, all right, cool, thank you, but, yeah, yeah I'm not doing that. I'm, I would be curious to see if they would do it again. Then they would really, really be taking it too far. But so, do, do y'all knock Dame for his stance, though? Um, I, you know, Jimmy has some strong words saying he wanted to be a loser. Yeah, he gonna, <laughs> I'm like, damn. Yo, yeah, he gonna be a loser. So like, yo, he was just on the I ninety five joint taking freestyle and was like dissing folks that leave their team. Like, he gonna try. He's trying to prove a point, but he's he's fighting a losing battle. The funny thing <laughs> was, though, it seemed bro. like during the all season we were hearing maybe some rumors that Dame was softening on that stance a little bit. But sometimes you think people have said too much. They've said so much that at this point they can't now because you're going to look like a yeah, superman. It's like, it's like, Kevin Durant it's like, did it. It's like, be awesome. you know it's like be awesome with Dak and, um, and the ball brothers. <laughs> yeah, at this point you can't give him no props. But <laughs> – but no, nah, like we saw it with Kevin Durant, though. I mean, remember when everybody yo, was trying to go to the Heat? To that everybody is, yo, was trying to go to the Lakers. He had something to say when Edwards. everybody was trying to go to the Heat and Lakers, and then he ended up going to a, a you know a seventy two and seventy three and nine team that just put his team out of the playoffs. So, I mean, yeah, sometimes Kevin there's Durant no shame, the original, but Dame doesn't seem like B-A-N. yeah. He don't sound he don't Dame don't seem like the type that has like no no shame whatsoever. I think he might have said too much by this point. But we'll see. <laughs> we'll see if, if, you know, frustration, too much frustration kicks in. You never, ever, ever know. All right, so um, our quote of the week, man, comes from the NBA as well, man. It comes from the situation going on in Boston. And earlier in the week, after a, a tough loss, Marcus Smart kind of sounded off post game about his two star teammates. And let me read the quote to you uh, real quick. Um, he said, I think everybody's scouting report is to make those guys, talking about uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, to make those guys try to pass the ball. They don't want to pass the ball, and that's something they're going to learn. They're still learning, and we're proud of the progress they're making, but they're going to have to make another step and find ways to not only create for themselves, create for others on this team. Um, one part I did leave out in the beginning, he was like, um, <laughs> he was like, uh, I can only do so much standing in the corner. And then he said the rest of that. So is that about them passing the ball to make – 
the Boston Celtics better, or is that about them passing the ball to him in particular? Yo, he just, he just, you know, he like, look, I ain't gonna wait till I'm retired and write a book. I'm gonna, I'm gonna slam these dudes right now, right here, right now. <laughs> I'm gonna start penning, I'm gonna start penning these chapters now. At least so when I do write that book, y'all know it was real. <laughs> y'all won't even be asking. Yeah. <laughs> so apparently, the Celtics, after these comments, and you know, after it blew up in the media. They had a, a, a team-only, a players-only meeting. But after the meeting, you know, the, the rumors that you got out of that was that the meeting was emotional, but it was very unproductive. And um, some saying it, you know, not even beneficial to the team. So the fact that they're struggling a little bit, he says this, they have a players-only meeting, and it seems like they still didn't get things off of their chest to a point where, you know, everybody's kumbaya. Like, what does this do to the Boston Celtics going forward? First of all, there's always been trade rumors about one of those dudes having to go. I think we all know if one of them was to get traded, it would be Jalen Brown. But, man, is it, are, are we sure that Jason Tatum is the best player on the Boston Celtics? Are y'all sure? Nah. Nah. I mean, I don't even know. Where my guy Court at? Court, Court, you listening? Like, I mean, now we question whether he's even the best player now. This this will be Atlanta. I'm I'm just asking the question. Like, are we sure? Like, you know, I think I think that's 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 supposed to be that's supposed to be like the given out there. But you know, Jalen has always hooped, and so far this season, um, I'd go out on not even a limb and say he's definitely playing so far. This season, he's playing better than Jason Tatum. But, you know, it's a a long season in front of us. But with them struggling, do y'all think that in any way this could do anything to help the team? Because so far, it doesn't seem like it. Like, usually something like this happens, and you have your little players only meeting, and then everybody gets everything off their chest, and everybody's singing Kumbaya. The reports from this meeting is it wasn't productive. It wasn't beneficial, and it was very emotional. So, what do y'all see? About, what do y'all uh, see the Celtics finishing? Go ahead, B. Uh, it's about that. accountability and mm-hmm. old, old heads, right? So, as we've seen the NBA get, you know, younger or trend towards youth, right? I don't even consider Marcus Smart an old head, and apparently Jason Tatum and uh, and my man Brown don't either. And so they like, yo, FOH, man. You can't ball like us. We're not giving you the rock. And it's a little disrespectful, but there's no accountability in that locker room because I can see, I literally can see both of them looking at him like, yo, dog, you really should be a linebacker in the NFL. Like, you ain't (laughs) on our level. But the thing is, Marcus Smart, for whatever reason, gets a lot of respect. In the NBA, I mean, respect enough for the Celtics to sign him to this new long-term deal before the season. So do y'all think the organization might be looking at that deal as a mistake now that he might be beefing with their two superstars? Like, you can't upset the two superstars because we're living in an era where one of these dudes can just say, I want out no matter how many years they have left on their contract, and it's over. Like, we, we see it. Like, contracts mean nothing these days. So... 
they could be regretting making that move. Like, okay, we, we looked at Marcus Smart as, uh, you know, a very important piece to this team, but not important enough to piss off the two dudes that we need as franchise pillars or in Jalen Brown's, um, in, in his situation, possibly somebody that's going to be a part of a trade for a franchise pillar. So I don't know. It, it, it seems like they're in a weird place right now and they're not really performing well on the court. Where do y'all see the Celtics finishing? I heard somebody else say the other day, um, they're looking at the Celtics as a seven seed, which would basically put them in the playoffs, play-in tournament. Do y'all see them slipping that far down the Eastern Conference standings? Yeah, I can, I can see that. I can see it. For me, they're a bubble. Like, I can see them going six and in. I can see them, you know, ending up in the tournament. I can see either. Mm-hmm. Yo, cool. um, it's, it's, it's crazy because I remember a couple of years ago, like, Cats were talking about the run. They was getting ready to go on. They, You know, they had everything yeah, lined yeah. up for them. And now it's like, <laughs> they, uh, somebody yeah, they want some top ten and not mention at all, yo. And they be dead wrong all the time. <laughs> they went from top ten and not mention at all. To the bodyguard yeah. out here making like slanderous remarks about the star players. That's the thing, though. I mean, they pretty much have two players that play the same position and play the same way. Just take, like, have y'all watched them play lately? It's it's terrible basketball. It's basically yeah, it is. It is. And, we're and, gonna come and down and take turns. Take blame like, for this, yo. Right for like and four or five plays. Blame for this. It's Tatum time, and then for like the next four or five plays, it's Brown time. Um. The the other night. Like late in the game, like even though they switch up like that, I think Tatum. I think it's universally known that it's Tatum's team. So somebody uh, pointed out on on something that I was reading the other day, like during the stretch of a game um, that was a close game, even though Brown was the latest one of them that had had the hot hand with a few seconds left on the clock, Tatum had to hold the ball. You see Brown there looking at him like, you know, like, give me the rock. I'm I'm hot. And Tatum, <laughs> the, the way they described it, it was like Tatum's face would show you that he knew that Brown was hot and he probably should give him the ball, but it's his team. And we're living in the, the era of, you know, well, every, every since Michael's here. It's about. hero ball. So because it's my team, I have to have the ball no matter who has the hot hand. And that's how they're going back and forth. Man. So it's like. They're in trouble right now because you got other players, you got role players complaining that they're not getting the ball. You have they're having trouble sharing the ball, you know, in certain times of the game. I mean, I it's it's somebody it's, it's gotta crazy go. To somebody gotta go. Can yeah, it, it, like it, it, it definitely it they definitely gotta go because if you're gonna have two players that of almost equal value like that, they have to play different roles. It has to be like a guard and a center or a guard and a big forward type of thing. You can't have two dudes that pretty much play the same way, um, you know, vying for shots on the team. Tatum taking like 24 games, Jalen taking like 22 a game, and and Marcus Smart complaining about having to stand in the corner the whole time. So, yeah, it's not looking good for the Celtics right now. Talented as they may be, it's terrible basketball, man, when you sit back and watch it. So um, that's our, our quote of the week from one Mr. Marcus Smart. Before we take some calls, man, let's talk about a few quick things in the NFL. Jameis Winston 
tore his ACL, has a little damage to his MCL. Von Miller has been traded to the Rams. The Rams still trying to super team to get this Super Bowl. And um, Derek Henry hurt his foot, had foot surgery on Tuesday, maybe out for the season. But other reports say six to ten weeks. What do y'all think about these three stories and how they're going to help shape the rest of this NFL season? Derek, Derek Henry has now officially terminated Tennessee's chances of advancing past the first round. They're going to win the division. You you don't believe in Ryan Tannehill? Yo, they're about to drop and only play with five in the box (laughs) and and make Ryan Tannehill throw the ball. (laughs) I mean, that's why they bought weapons, man. He got weapons. The thing is, no, no, he he got weapons. He's just not one of his weapons. Understood. Yeah. Understood. Um, so they call they Adrian sign, Peterson what they signed they call Adrian AP? Peterson. Yeah, they signed they signed they signed Black Superman, but I'm I'm not sure he's young enough to get it done, man. He's he's no. yeah. Father Father Kryptonite has got Father, <laughs> Father yeah, Kryptonite. Father Kryptonite. Yeah, Father Kryptonite probably because what what will happen with AP is AP's probably in remarkable shape, right? He's in remarkable shape. He's going to come in, and the first two, three games, they're going to be like, man, that's the old AP, and that's the old – and see what happens once you get men of a certain age. It's not that we still can't do it, but you can't do it every day. You can't do it back to back. One time. Yeah, one time, he's going to have that 100-yard game, and they going and you know the, the hot take media, oh, my God, AP's back. He's going to go for tw- – and that'll be that. And then you just said what? Twenty six yards in that game. He's going to have twenty six, and then he's going to be hurt. And that'll be and that'll be that. Von Miller to the Rams. I think with Leonard uh, Floyd on the other side, and that man, that man in the middle. In the middle. I think Von Miller about to have a double. I think he's going to get double digits. Because I and still he, think and, Vaughn is good enough. Where if you single block him. He gonna eat your mother effing lunch. If you double or triple team him, he ain't the Vaughn Miller of old, but he's still Pro Bowl caliber, all all pro caliber if you put him in the right system. So I think he's about to eat. I think he's about to eat. And he got that and he got the, the, the man in the in the in the secondary, you know, holding stuff mm. down. Yo, the Rams have been mm. trying this for a few years now though. You know, remember for they while, had yeah. you know, they had a key to leave on one side. Um, Marcus mm-hmm. Peters on the other side the, 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 You know Mr. Violence up front In the middle um, mm-hmm. So they're trying Every combination that they could Possibly super team up on that defense um, trying, To man. go along With that offense yeah. to try to win the Super Bowl The Rams are saving their I'm, entire future The Rams gave up The next 20 years they can't. They go years for this. Now, I they are not worried listen, about what's happening. Listen, I respect later. it. I respect it. I'm gonna tell you why I respect it, right? Because I mean, even if you look at our prediction show, I I, I thought the Titans would be the only team like I think the Titans and the Chiefs will go to the bowl. They both trash now. But um, mm-hmm. you look at the AFC, nobody is really standing out as a dominant force, right? And then you look at the NFC, like it's 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 there for them, like. Yeah. You know, and they going for it. I, I don't knock it, man. Go for it. Like even if you and suck it, for the and next w- ten years, and wouldn't it be a home game? So they definitely going for you know that man, home field advantage out here. So, yo, 
Your man Jameis, man. Y'all know I was angry with Jameis for about three years, three seasons, and you only really get angry with something that you have some level of attachment to or you want to see him do well. I really always have secretly kind of rooted for Jameis, man. Jameis, man, man, he got got LASIK. He got LASIK surgery. He got his eyesight back. He got Sean Payton calling his plays. And now this, man. Jameis can't get it. And they and they were four and two when And he was lightweight. He was lightweight balling. He was lightweight balling. I mean, it was one of those checking the ball down a little too much. You know, it it wasn't like he wasn't lighting the world up, but he was playing well (laughs) enough, you know, guiding that team to a four four and two record. Let the media tell it, like Yo, if if you heard them talk about Jameis in the last few weeks, and you hadn't been watching the NFL, you would think they were like one in five. Yo, but um, yeah, I'm gonna take, I mean, I'm gonna take the Jimmy. It, it I'm gonna take the Jimmy Jameis route. Can't catch a break I'm gonna take the Jimmy. You know, can't. it took him a while. It took him a year to get that starting position. Even throughout the all season, people tried to act like they weren't sure if it was gonna be him or, or Taysom Hill. So he finally gets it. The team is doing well, and and then this happens. Yo. Against the team, James, against the man. team that I wanted to see, I really wanted to see him finish that game and see, you know, if he could light them up and and try to prove something to him. And yo, and, and, I, I hope he comes back. I hope he he doesn't lose his starting job because I want to see Jameis do well. Because in Jimmy's words, if you if you took the pigment and the melanin out of his skin, dude would just be a Brett Favre, one of Brett Favre's descendants, man. Dude's arm strength and arm talent is amazing. His, it's, it really is amazing. He believes he's more than he is, and that's why he throws into those tight windows and throws all them picks. But you can't throw for 5,000 yards and not have amazing arm talent, man. That dude can play, man. Listen, man. He, he might not be able to see this whole thing time. about, like, giving Jameis a blumpkin. Yo, the one thing about <laughs> the Jameis injury that bothered me is, like, how it happened because that was, like, a, a horse collar jump, man, and it's just terrible to see, like, you know, someone yeah. get the water turned His, his hand wasn't inside the illegal. jersey. It was outside. It was on the arm, bro. <laughs> no, I don't know, bro. <laughs> it was a flag on it. They caught a flag on it. They got a flag called horse collar. They caught a flag on a lot of things. They caught a flag on letting slaves be free. That didn't mean it was really wrong. Yo, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, we didn't get what you just said, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you call a flag on tackling them. You got it? Yeah, I don't, I don't even <laughs> move on from there, man. And give everybody our stat of the week. Stat of the week comes from high school football. And there's a four-star quarterback in California named Justin Martin. He is a UCLA commit. I believe he's like the 200th something uh, uh, ranked player in the nation. And he's the 20, 20th ranked quarterback in the nation for high school um, he set a California state record with 13 touchdown passes and a 106-0 to zero win over Englewood Morningside. Englewood Morningside, first of all, kill yourself. Um, take the pads off. This game is not for you um, as a school. But 13 touchdown passes? Like, first of all, how much of an asshole does your coach have to be to leave you in the game to throw 13 passes and a 106-0 to zero when, when you've already committed to college, so you can't really go around talking yeah. about, well, I'm trying to get him in school and all that. He already committed. So what do y'all? First of all, what do y'all think yo. about the coach? For, for yo, for Andy, this? yo, Andy Reid is rolling over in his grave <laughs> that he is not buried in yet. 
Andy, Andy, Andy Reid would have on at thirty-five nothing. Hey, yo, Andy would have spread them one hundred six at one hundred six out over four games. Not because no, yeah. he couldn't score one hundred six, but it's immodest. At, at thirty-five nothing, Andy Reid is putting in the cheerleaders, the water boys, <laughs> asking <laughs> a couple of fans if they want to come down the stands and play this bum-ass school that Inglewood Morningside. <laughs> yo, Bishop Sycamore would have done better than this. Like, come on now. <laughs> Shout out to the, to the bishop. All right, man. Let's let's go to the phone lines, man. Let's see what we got this evening. Uh, we got the homie Tobias calling in from Arizona. <laughs> up, Tobias, roll damn tide. Roll down tide after a week hiatus. This trash ass defense is back on the field this week. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> hey, and I know hey, the real hey. Has, hey at least that, at least that money, at least they greased the committee enough, you know, to get them back at the number two spot. So they still in that hey, playoff position. It works as a prime position. Everybody's panicking, but they still got to go to Auburn. And if they beat Auburn, they got to beat Georgia and Atlanta just to make the playoff. It usually works itself out with all that. They ain't going to lose again. Uh, they ain't going to lose again. I don't know. But uh, all I know is that the only chance we got against Georgia if you make their quarterback throw the ball, he's ass. But uh, he be throwing pop flies with deep balls. But first, I got to say, uh, my condolences to the young lady lost her life for Henry Ruggs. She's a white woman, so Henry Ruggs going to do the whole sentence. And we're in the dog, so we get some dog charges. Yeah. But it just shows that uh, one bad decision can mess up a lot of lives. Yeah. That's funny because I've been, yeah. you know. Hey. I mean, you can mess up your own life and, and anything. And then you have to be anything this serious. That's funny because I was just explaining that to my son the other day, just, you know, about the importance of making good choices, man, because two minutes, yeah. five his minutes, girlfriend, his girlfriend, couple of minutes. His girlfriend is black, uh, Tobias. Yep, she, she's black, and she was in a car with us. He could have killed her, too. Oh, she don't know. She don't matter. A couple of he minutes of fun. Woman. A couple of minutes of fun could lead to a lifetime of he hurt for done. you, other people. All kinds of stuff. I mean, yeah, uh, it's a shame because like I he said, was not even to just in this situation, man. Two minutes of raw dogging could, you know what I mean? I mean Shout to Adrian Peterson for that um, one. His baby mama's are ecstatic. He got another contract, but uh, dude has yeah. more baby mama. We, we, we don't talk about this drugs thing in a minute. You know, Tobias but, uh, coming you know, on. that might be a, that might be a real stat, Tobias. Uh, we got we got to go back and see if that's a real stat. That might be accurate. Yeah, Asia Pierce got like eight baby mamas. Dwight Dwight Howard has more baby mamas than post moves. Uh yeah. <laughs> you know, but, but, but Yo, I know y'all so talking. Hold up, so hold up. Dwight Howard also Adrian Peterson got more baby moms than he has uh playoff games. Yes. Yeah. Asia Pierce had like seven, seven, eight baby mamas, yeah. But uh but one thing I wanted to tell like y'all talk about James, right? And, and uh, that is the way it goes. It, it, it's a, you know, it's a, like what happened because he was on a one year prove it deal and he got hurt during that. Yeah. And I still think the Saints are going to bring him back, but it's going to be cheap. Got a hot take media keeps saying they're going to trade with Russell Wilson. I'm like, Seattle going to fire Pete Carroll before they trade Russell Wilson. The hot take <laughs> media got everybody trading for Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson going to be an Eagle, a Saint, a Falcon, all in the same season. He's going to have to travel three different – they're going to have to set the schedule so he can travel three different places every Sunday. And, and you <laughs> know, y'all talking about – like, B, also brought up a good point, though. About him, See, the hot take media never said this guy James was playing with the worst receiver core in the league. Can anyone name a receiver for them? Has anyone seen these guys up for like a? It's like I remember Marquez Callaway played for Tennessee. I'm a SEC homer. Like I never heard of this guy. 
Uh, <laughs> you yo, know, <laughs> yo, they got the failure. They got his number one. His number one receiver is the failure, Kevin White. I didn't even know Kevin yeah. White was still in the league. <laughs> and, and, and so. And so, and, and the team believes him. Now, don't get me wrong. I died laughing when your boy was dancing the crutches in the back. <laughs> but, but it shows us that the hot take media, they have agendas. They never, every time they do had to get, well, who's going to bring a quarterback next year? And I'm like, he's playing fine. And you know your first year in the offense going to be rocky, especially they didn't have Michael Thomas all year. And so, with all the injuries they had, and he still played well. Because guess what? If the Saints don't bring him back, someone's going to pay him. <laughs> so, uh, so they, they might as well. And plus, like Deshaun Watson, right, the, the Texans may be stuck with him because no team is going to trade for him while all this stuff's going on to his result. They don't even know how long he may go to prison. They don't know how long he's going to be in prison, for, like suspended. And then poor Tua out here, he's done. <laughs> you know, they pretty much stepped on him. And now he's, he's our quarterback. Quit lying. He ain't your quarterback. You, they, they might as well have traded him during the trade deadline, to be honest with you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so I, 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 it just shows us, like, like Jimmy always says, there are a lot of these teams that don't know what the hell they're doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because. You know this guy has a no trade clause, and Houston should have traded in like in the season. I thought Houston trading should done after the season when you know how the draft order is set up. And I hear the hot take media keeps saying he's top five. Don't get me wrong, he's talented. And I'm not saying QB wins is a stat, but are you top five? And it's the same Bill O'Brien. They got T.J. Yates, Brock Osweiler to the playoffs. If you want him in four games, you can't tell me D. Hop meant that much. That uh, you know, so and, and I, that just got me thinking right there. And I just like he's good, but are we sure he's top five good? Like they say he is, you know. And but I would still trade for him if he didn't have those problems going on because he is talented. But it just shows that if they like you, they will bump you up the rankings. But I do think he's a good quarterback, and I would trade for him. But I'm not gonna be able to get myself here. So what would you do in some of these situations, though? I mean, because, you know, a team like, like you said, teams like uh, the Eagles, teams like um, That's the Saints, everybody's talking about, um, especially in the Eagles case, because they, they're going to end up with like three first-round picks, maybe three top ten picks. And they they keep trying to um, link them to like a Russell Wilson or Deshaun Watson. Like, would you do that, or would you draft a quarterback on your own? Because if you uh-huh. if you trade for one of those guys, you're gonna have to give them all of those everything, picks. right? And your team still. So would you would you rather do that with the roster that you already have, or would you rather draft a quarterback, take a chance on a young dude, and actually have some picks to help put a team around him? Here's a theory of mine. I will actually trade the pick and have stock next the next season because there will be a better quarterback draft the next season. And uh, I'll have ammunition for that uh, because the Eagles case, they still need a lot of help. I will trade the pick, and uh, you can still get a bunch of stuff. And just yeah, have but you know how hard it's to- always been to sell to fans we're doing stuff for the future. Like, 
Eagles ain't trying to be on no Sixers type stuff. That was the process ask, was hard ask enough. Ask Wilson. Ask New York Jets fans right now. They could have traded Darnold, got some picks, built the team up, and had a Tyrod Taylor be your quarterback for a year or so. So when you got your quarterback, now he's getting his head beat in because you got nothing around him. Quarterbacks don't yeah. solve every issue. Yeah, um, but at the same time, the like, yeah. That's a that's kind of a hindsight. Um, situation too. That's a hindsight scenario because you just didn't know you were going to be garbage all this time. Like if you know you're going to be garbage enough to have Tyrod Taylor come in and be your quarterback, then you then you do that. But here's the thing: also, people are thinking that these guys are talented enough. Like, oh, once we get this young quarterback, we're going to start to improve immediately. Who's their coach? Look at how the Dolphins coach, right? They kept. I'm not saying Tua's great. I wouldn't even trade for Tua. And I always thought, you know, I always said Mac Jones was there in them both for him and Hurts anyway. But uh, finally, how the hot take media has been quiet about Mac Jones. But anyway, uh, you know, but but thing is, every time two hit a rough patch, Brian Flores pulled him out. How the hell do you know your quarterback will get through adversity and your team believe you do adversity that you keep pulling the quarterback out? Quarterback is going to be scared to make mistakes because you'll pull him out. How can he grow? And, and for Ryan Fitzpatrick of all people. This is the you know this is the this is the Tobias defend Alabama quarterback segment. Oh, I'm not because I want to, <laughs> hey because I told you I like Mac Jones more than him than the other two, and I thought the hot take media got bullied as Twitter bullied the Niners to take Trey Lance, who's two years away from being two years away. Uh, I'll say this before I run: your sixes got a hometown whistle against my Bulls last night. That's all I got to say about that one. Uh, you know, just let y'all know that, man. <laughs> but you can't get you know a hometown what, whistle. Then what, what the hell is hometown? I know, home court, but you know what? Hey, but you, but you know the good thing about and I was I was telling people like the like the people they didn't want to believe the Bulls make the playoffs because they had a reputation. Miami Heat has a reputation, so they could sign me right now. They think that's a good thing because of reputation. But I think it'd be a good thing. Oh, I forgot about this one. Y'all talk about Scottie Pippen, right? I put this in the group chat. Michael Jordan's dad died. Pippen never even expressed his condolences to the man. He's yeah. never liked Mike. And the thing and, is, uh, I don't think Mike really, really realized that until Pippen's dumbass came out and said that this week. So he probably sitting yeah. back thinking like, damn, he sure didn't, punk ass. That is cold. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. That is cold uh, yeah. for someone to, do I mean, to not do that. His dad died in between. His dad died at the end of the first three-peat, right? Yeah, so and, like, uh, and so, so but he but he didn't retire until October. Then he came back, played those years, and right. that's I mean, thing, you I know. Mean, so so maybe that maybe that you know proves me wrong. Maybe they weren't that cool because I'm thinking even though he wasn't on the team, if y'all were cool, he called you can call him in that year and a half that he was out. Give him leave him a voicemail. You know, yeah, you leave him a voice. Back then, the voice then they leave play a voice again. Mail for three more years, win three more championships, and he still never said to him. Even yeah. though when they when they won the first of the second set of the three-peat on Father's Day, and he was so, like, you know, emotional with the trophy because of that, the dumbass, what's his name, trying to take it from him, like he don't understand what's going on. Oh, Randy um, Brown? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, why would you even be touching the trophy anyway? Like, that's the way. But yeah, like, but, 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 but we know Mike Jordan's like, a jerk. He ain't like Mike either. But but we know Mike Jordan's a jerk. Randy we know Brown LeBron like, could be happy. Be like, so, F your dad, man. Let me get that trophy. 
Now, you know everybody like LeBron, happy-go-lucky. Well, he got goons like Court and Sharp and Nick Wright that fight those battles for him. Uh, you know, <laughs> LeBron has goons. But the thing is, Stacey King wouldn't be the play by the color analyst for the Bulls if he was on those teams. John Paxton wouldn't have been an NF general manager for the Bulls all those years. Steve Kerr wouldn't have been where he is right now. He wasn't that's, on those teams. that's what I'm saying. Everybody, yeah, everybody, said that. everybody like, got oh, something off of it. Luke Longley, Luke Longley went and got a huge contract for that time. He was like one of the highest paid centers in the league, but he's Luke Longley. Hey, and Jim. all he did, all he did was shoot fifteen footers off Mike and Scotty's passes. Bill Winston was working, been working for the Bulls all these years. You know, all these yeah. people, and so, you know, and and um, but I just think people are like trying to. He's a bad guy. Hell, Mike even put in the documentary how the stuff he got caught up in. Do you really think Mike wanted to talk about his dad getting killed that documentary? If Pippen, I hate to say this, if you didn't want it in a documentary, you got two options. Get your ass a GoPro camera, switch your own damn documentary, or don't double down about not coming in the game. Oh, yeah, and better yet, if you're mad about the money, how come you didn't negotiate a fee for your interview? How about that? The dude's been bad with money for 30 years. That's his fault. I mean, he had to gas up his jet, man. Can't blame him. Yeah. He needed gas because. Yeah, the guy, oh yeah, the dude bought a golf course in Arkansas. How dumb is that? But uh, <laughs> hey, and I would love a Pippen to have the same energy for his wife who gets set out by role players who are trade fodder. It don't even, there are a bunch of silhouettes on two K. Don't have a picture. But uh, he probably but built a golf club. He probably, he, he probably built a golf course somewhere where he's not allowed to play. Yeah, play oh, yeah. by the way, Scotty got credit by the um, media. He was top 50 over Bernard King, Dominique Wilkins, and Alex English, and Adrian Depp. He made top 50 team. over there. Yes, Dream Team over dream Isaiah, team. who I believe is the second greatest point guard ever. He got over Isaiah. So I don't want to All hear right. nothing, we, you know, about credit. It. But, hey, but hey, you guys have a good one, though. You have man. a good one, though. You thought take it easy. And, and be awesome. I got to that Alabama shirt in the mail for your kid, man. You know, Alabama has a great soccer program. No, too, no, we, no we're not we not <laughs> going to the plantation, man. We, we right, anti, man. We we anti slave master. All right, bro. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got the homie Rob calling in from out in Cali. Rob, what's going on, good brother? You in the war room. What's good, y'all? How y'all doing this uh, evening? Rob Roy. What's up, man? What's goody? What's good? What's good? Uh, I hope they have that breaking really? news sound because I, I want to ask Beyonce something real quick. Go ahead. You got it. Okay. One of your favorite lyricists, you know what I'm saying? Just, 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 got, just came out the closet, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, he, he ate the skit. We probably he ate the Skittles. You know, he tastes the rainbow. How do you feel about that, man? You know, because I know well, you say the lyrics. I look, I look. Rob, Rob, Rob. No, no, no. Let Beyonce speak. Let Beyonce speak. But I want to give Damn. you some context to this because everybody is, like, talking about this no, story. No, it doesn't matter. You, I understand the context. I, I, I'm still going to ask the question. I don't really care about that. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> I, I Yo, I'm not trying to say, hear Beyonce slam somebody that, that he think Beyonce likes since he's been slamming EJ listen, all these I'm just kids. trying to tell you, I'm Rob just trying to tell you, Rob, and to the people EJ. out there listening that this is just proof of 2021 that nobody cares about context, right? Because the sentence that he said before, he said, I'm, I'm, I'm coming out, is that, you know, you have a certain level of protection when you're in that community. So now I'm just going to say it, that I'm bisexual. But they cut that whole first part out, right? 
and they ran with the one small part, and now that's what's going viral, and everybody's going with it. I'm like, yo, that's not even what he said, though. <laughs> listen, 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 true, listen. Man. I understand it the context. Just, I heard it. it. No I heard it. It ain't no fun to I keep heard it. I heard it. I'm still going to troll, man. I'm still going to troll. Be awesome. Yo, tell them how you um, feel. How do I, how, yeah, how I feel. I, I think that now whenever I hear his, one, his major hit, Pump It Up, it gives a whole new meaning and context to the, you know, to the song. <laughs> what were you pumping up, yo? <laughs> what were you pumping up? Did you have EJ with you? Um, but for me, you know, Rob, I don't, I don't really think you understand um, how I view uh, Joe Button, right? So Joe Button is somebody that I respect as a uber-talented lyricist, but I'm on record for about a decade saying that I think he's a noodle. Like, I don't think he's a good dude. I don't think he's cool. I don't think he's, you know, I don't have a, an affinity for Joe Button. I just hear people who can't be objective, they slander him and say that he can't rap, and that's just not true. He can rap. He can spit bars. He certainly can wrap his, his mouth around. But, I mean, he's, he's a... He's an MC, dude. He he he's an MC. Uh, he's a talented MC, um, you know. But of course, if if he truly is uh, under the under the rainbow, like your uh, your hero EJ, then that that changes some of the lyrics that he spit. You know the meanings. That's all. But to Jimmy's point, I think he was trolling the world because I think that's who Joe Budden is. Joe Budden has been about getting attention. Uh, even more so than, you know, celebrating his lyrical ability. He only used the lyrics to get attention. My man is addicted to attention. So I don't I don't think he's uh, with the gaze. I think he's just trying to draw attention yet again to his podcast to get that check that he gets from those, uh, from those views. That's it. You know, That's you, my thought. You know, I, I, I feel you, man. So it's, it's always usually the light-skinned folk that want attention, you know what I'm saying? Damn, you know, why you got a but complex, bro? It's true. Why you be pooping on a light-skinned brother? It's man? true. They black. They're not, less, they so not less black. It, I didn't say they're black. I just said they, they, they usually want more attention because they always a center of attention. You know what I'm saying? That's just, hey, if, if anybody's in chat, they disagree with me, hey. Yo, you know, but, you're, you know. but, your sister, but your sister EJ is dark-skinned. I don't have a sister named EJ. I got I got a sister named Verquasia. I mean, yeah. <laughs> and she dark. But anyways, um, uh, 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 you know, you know, moving on. Uh, I, I want to get people's thoughts about the whole Aaron Aaron Rodgers thing. Um, I we I don't I I wouldn't be looking too far into this because you know I we already know we already know he's gonna get a slap on the wrist. But do you think that there there should be a um, a fairness in criticism as far as um, Aaron Rodgers versus Kyrie Irving stance? Even though Kyrie Irving just said he did, he's not going to take it. You got Aaron Rodgers who said he lied, and I know, and everybody knows, and, and, and this is just to me. I think it's probably the powers that be that are trying to punish Kyrie Irving. For being, you know, for, for as as the coming years of being belligerent as he is, you know, I don't really trust players from Duke, but you know, 
I think I think this whole media attention is punishment for him. But do you think that that uh, that that there's gonna be fair media criticism of Aaron Rodgers, or do you think people are just gonna look at this and blow past it? I mean, he's white. You can answer that question yourself. Like, like he's white. This is America. You know, he is who he is. So no, there's not gonna be quote unquote fair media criticism. I mean, I don't think he and Kyrie's situation are the same, but I'm not saying one weighs more than the other either. I'm not saying that to say Kyrie's is worse. Um, Kyrie is not even an anti-vax person. He's more so taking a stand for the mandate. Kyrie's just not going to be told what to do. Aaron Rodgers just went out there and straight up lied about being vaccinated and tried to, you know, tried to be the smartest person in the room by using a different word saying that I was immunized. Um, You know, I guess that could be his argument to say, well, I never actually said I was vaccinated, but I mean, that's neither here nor there, but it's, it's a weird situation to, to lie about it because I don't think they, I don't remember, they weren't mandating vaccines in the NFL, right? You were just going to get like tested more and all no. that kind of stuff. Tested right, more, so, yeah, tested more. Yeah. Um, I mean, it was crazy because he, he, he kind of did – go all the way out there to to make it seem like he was vaccinated and also said like you know even though he is he's not gonna knock anybody who chooses not to do it and the whole time he had never done it so it's a weird story but to answer your question no it's not going to be covered the same way it's going to go away way quicker than Kyrie's situation which hasn't gone away yet but it is what it is like we are we going to keep complaining about stuff that we know this is the fabric of America? So at this point, I'm like, whatever. <laughs> I, I feel you. I feel you. It is what it is. Scavio. I'm just. Scavio, you're I'm, I'm just starting Shake Milton and Tyrese Maxey tonight. <laughs> Doc Rivers drunk. <laughs> and one, I'm just man. glad. Talk- both of them do. I'm just glad Kyrie is not a Laker. You know what I'm saying? I'm just glad he ain't a Laker and we don't have those problems because if he would have tried to do this stuff, they would have ran him out of town quickly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, so you're saying, so you saying you think? got a better point guard on the roster than Kyrie? Are you, are you saying that? Saying it, oh, he, okay. I'm just saying He is. Sure. Listen, listen. To, well, to be the, – there's pros and cons. I mean – well, Kyrie, why well, I take Kyrie over Russell Westbrook, I'll have to think about it because I think Kyrie is me. I, yes. But the thing is, he, ever since he came, and, you know, I follow, I follow Duke because I hate Duke, right? Ever since he came out out of Duke, even in Duke, he had an injury history. He barely played, like, what, five games? And coming to NBA, he has an injury history. Also, the fact that he's this belligerent, it's like you don't know what you're gonna get from him. Oh, so you want him? You want him to? You want him to cowtail to the man and not be belligerent? I got you. I understand. Listen, yes, I listen, 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 listen. I mean, listen. We don't. You said you know, listen, respect, the Sixers fans and 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 players. But listen, as Kobe, as Lake Kobe Bryant said, we don't hang division banners. We ain't championship banners. If you want to hang division banners, go to Cleveland. If you want to. 
If you want to win a championship, stay here. I don't care. Let Russ Westbrook win a dre- wear a dress. I don't care. I want to play basketball. I want to win games. I want to win championships. So you're Shit. cool Let's- with the emasculation of black masculinity or the emasculation of black males um, as long as it leads to the L.A. Lakers getting a, a championship? Well, one You're man cool. does not define masculinity. One man does not. I mean, I mean, I mean, he's not. He's not no, defining anything. No, I think anything. he's defining. Fem- I think he's defining that. femininity. That, that, I think him wearing a dress East Coast and uh, people is double talking. Huh? What does East Coast and West Coast have to do with him wearing a dress? They wear more dresses. <laughs> men wear more dresses on the West Coast. Yeah. I, I don't agree with that. I don't like it, but he wearing a dress. Oh wow. <laughs> Yo, he said, he said they wore men wear more dresses on the West Coast. Black men wore more dresses. But, but, but men wear, wear more dresses okay. on the West Coast. Are you serious? <laughs> I don't know what you're saying, Rob. I'm trying to get. I'm trying to understand if that's what you're saying. If no, EJ is representative saying. of black masculinity, where you come from, I, I understand. No, he I doesn't. Get it. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Come on now. Do you think that EJ, do EJ and your starting point guard go dress shopping together? <laughs> yeah, y'all wasting my time here. I'm hungry. I think you have Rob. more information than that than I do. That's what you're talking about. Right. But anyways, make your, I, make but, your but, last but, point, but, Rob, so we can roll uh, out, man. Brother, my last point. First, first of all, shout out to Jimmy, man. You've been quiet, bro. What's good, bro? No, man. I'm just listening. I'm listening to the conversation, good brother. I'm here. Okay, damn, damn, damn. He listened to your foolishness. My foolish, whatever, be awesome, whatever, man. No, you and be awesome. I, I control each other, man, and it's, you know, I just, I just listen to y'all troll each other. I mean, I mean, so listen, Jimmy, listen, I got special Russ, be awesome. Russ ain't out here wearing, Russ ain't out here wearing dresses and neck scarves and and his mom's jewelry. Russ, Russ, Russ has been out of control, man, and I, yo, I don't care what he wears. Yeah, he's, he's be balling, but the thing is. He ain't balling. He ain't balling. He's free balling. He probably, <laughs> yo, he wearing pause. them hey, no yo. Pause. Pause. <laughs> pause. Pause. I, I, yo, yo, <laughs> pause. Oh, man, I, 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 I will say this back to football. You know, I'm, I'm going to touch on my Eagles on the last, last second. You know, Deshaun Jackson's That's a one-trick pony. No, no, pause. That, 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 yeah. <laughs> Well, she could say whatever she wants, but 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 Deshaun Jackson's one trick pony. That's why he's getting moved around. I don't think he's gonna find true. any value. Um, I hope. Carson, I thought you Carson liked, I thought you were Deshaun Jackson fan. Oh, I, you I can't remember. Jackson, I thought you were Watson. No, 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 he, no. Deshaun Jackson. To, I said Jackson. Yeah, used to used to be used to ride out for Deshaun Jackson. Uh, I but, did. I, I mean, okay. I'm, no, no, I'm not. I'm not mad at you because. You know, people can see the light. People can change. People's mind can change, and I respect you for it. And 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 the thing is, is that with um, with, with also Carson Wentz, he he has a great arm talent. I really loved it in Philly, but the thing is, he has to understand is, you know, he got to stop watching college highlights because you can't just keep making stupid plays. If a play is dead, throw the ball down. You know what I'm saying? Throw you know what, the ball you know away. What, Rob? You know what, Rob? That's a great point. I'm glad you brought it up. And then we we gotta go. But the Carson, the whole Carson Wentz thing. It, 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 I I put Carson Wentz in the same category as Andrew Luck, um, as Andrew Luck, 
as Patrick Mahomes and Ben Roethlisberger. And what that is is they're so uber-talented, and they feel the pressure of rocking with teams that are ass, and they're trying to make the big play all the time because their teams are booty butt cheeks. So with them being, with their teams being EJ with it, they have to try and step up, and they feel the need to try and make plays every time. So it's not that – and you're right, he does have to learn how to get rid of the ball and not get in the habit of trying to play hero ball all the time, but I get it. It's not that he's, he's whack or he can't QB. It's the pressure of trying to make the big play when it doesn't need to be made. Well, at this point, well, yeah, we I got don't a care. Role, I just need him to stay healthy. <laughs> so he can play 75% of this snap so we can get that pick. And I'm cool with him playing hero ball right now because the more they lose, the higher that pick will be. So go ahead and do your thing. Um, do, do your bad thing, Carson Wentz, but stay healthy and, in the process. And, 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 last, and last thing I want to say, I hope you all have a blessed, blessed week. I don't talk to you all again. I hope you all have a blessed Thanksgiving. You know, you I too, can't, good brother. I'm, I, I just, I just very disappointed my Eagles this year too. You know, I'm just gonna watch basketball. They are, they are ass. Yeah, yeah. Jalen Jalen hits his ass. It's, it's There's just, nothing to be disappointed about though. You know, we got I, a Super I, I jumped, Bowl in 2018. I'm still they, celebrating. Nah, but they, you know, they, they, they weren't supposed to be nothing. That's the only reason I even picked them to do anything because we usually do all right when we ain't supposed to be nothing. They just living down I the just, expectations right now. So don't be mad. I, I just. I just Mean hope shit. the Cowboys don't win the Super Bowl. That that that's my thing. <laughs> Why would you yeah. even say that? That ain't even that ain't even in the cards, bro. They're not good. I mean, they're good. Good. they're good. They're talented, but they're gonna choke in the playoffs, though. The defense is yeah. gonna fail them at some point, actually. Yeah. Um, but you know, we'll see. But Rob, thanks for your call, man. We we'll definitely holler at you next week, man. The, the quarterback yeah, not that good. All right, bro. <laughs> Hey, Jim, what happened this week while everybody was on the Grizz Nae? You can't stop the rain. All right, so why you on the grind is brought to you by Digital Stream Technology. While y'all was on the grind, they were getting their water cut off. <laughs> Yo, if y'all don't watch me, I have no idea what me and Devin laughing at. But anyway, um, why you on the grind is brought to you by Digital Extreme Technology. So you and your business need a custom website, so here's what you do. DigitalStreamTech.com or call 267-205-4203 and go, yeah, and you get the hookup. But listen, it's time to talk about what happened, you know, while you were on the Grizz Naive. We got a couple of stories to talk about. We're going to start, but, uh, you know, Tobias brought this up. Your man, Henry Ruggs, man, um, out here wilding. He's out here wilding. You know what I'm saying? He caught a body about a week ago. Um, so rest in power to that young lady as well as the dog. You know what I'm saying? Because he murdered a dog too. So yeah, man. I'm I know they shit. put I mean, yo, I mean, they put yo, they put Mike Vick, they put Mike Vick away with that time for doing that. So you know what they're gonna do to rugs. I mean, listen, he was drunk and, off and that water. Dogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, um, the speed all, limit, the speed limit was, was 25 miles an hour. It go ahead, Death. <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the speed limit was 25 miles an hour. So now everybody listening, I'm going to need you to either pull your calculator out or be swift with the math. <laughs> he was 131 miles an hour above the speed limit. Yeah, the boy was going 156 miles per hour in his Corvette. In a 21. That's one. 
he was .161 with his alcohol level, which is two times the legal limit in the state of Nevada. Oh, man, blood two. 16%. Two. He had he a loaded awesome. weapon in the front seat. Three. He killed a white woman and a white her woman. dog. Four and five. Like... This is what we go back, like, I'm telling you, this is the type of stuff that you talk to your children about. Like, no matter what the situation, this is the epitome of five minutes, two minutes, 30 seconds of a good time can change your life and a whole lot of other people's lives forever. So you have a woman who's dead. You have a dog that's dead. You have cars that are mangled. You have... You know, now he's facing all kinds of felonies, you know, maybe a gun charge to go on top of his his, uh, his his homicide, his vehicular homicide, on top of his DUI, on top, like, his life is ruined for a bad decision, let alone that the Raiders have uh, car service for their players, <laughs> let alone that even if they didn't, you have all kinds of Taxis, Ubers, Lyfts, <laughs> hitchhiking, <laughs> wild fans that'll give you a ride just because you're Henry Ruggs III and you play for their favorite team. It doesn't get any worse than this. So he made uh, – they were going to set his bail at a million dollars, but instead they set the amount at 150000 with strict conditions to include home confinement, electronic monitoring, no alcohol, and no driving. Also, he had to surrender his passport just in case he got any uh, ideas. So he did make bail um, that next day. So he is out. But, you know, once this thing goes to trial, man, his life is cooked. Like, one of these charges holds a minimum 2 to 20. How many, like, what, what do y'all think a jury is going to do to this dude? Well, it depends. I think that a jury of, of his peers... Um, as we've seen in the Ahmad Aubrey case, um, sometimes juries get stacked against you, um, which in this case they probably wouldn't need to do that because any human being in their right mind is going to see that this man made some very, very fatal mistakes. Um, I, I, I don't I... – First of all, I, I didn't even know. Ten year, I see him getting 10 years. I didn't know a vet could do 156 in the state. I mean, but oh, yeah. but he's a you know he he's a man of some form of riches. So you know anything that's in the states usually have the governor on the engine. And you know if you're a person of certain riches, you can get certain things removed illegally. Um, <laughs> and and a lot of people I was talking about I was talking to you know with someone about this yesterday and was letting them know that. And he really had no clue what that even was. I'm like, first of all, there's only a certain amount of population that even know what a governor is in an engine and know that that even exists. You know, we all have some experience in the automobile industry from back in the day, you know, to know these type of things. But I, I don't know, man. It's like this whole situation just kind of leaves you speechless because it was like offense on top of offense on top of offense. And now this man's life for all intents and purposes 
even if it's not completely over, it's changed forever. Because if say if he does just get ten, how long is this going to be on his conscience? How long is this going to be on his psyche? Forever. You know, Listen, man. Right. The rest of his life. Like, rest of his life. He, he like being reckless. That one decision, like yo, why are you driving that fast? Like, what are you doing? Like, it's crazy. In a like, residential so area, you're not even on a highway. Yo, Dog, he's so reckless. He was wilding, though. Like, what are you doing? What are you thinking? Uh, Yo, in the airbag computer said at the time of impact, he was uh, doing like 127. So I guess, you know, once he saw that there was an automobile he was coming up on, he tried to slam on the brakes. But by the time the airbag deployed, he was still going 127 miles per hour. I'm I'm not sure. how fast you gentlemen have been, uh, but I can certainly say that at his speed, there's literally nothing you can do. Nothing. Can like do nothing. nothing live. But there's you know what the crazy part about it is, like though, with, with drunk driving accidents like this? The drunk yeah, driver yeah. always yeah. survives. Yeah. The innocent person always dies. He, I mean, he, he had a cut on his on his head and... He had on a, a neck brace in his in his mugshot. That's about it. The drunk driver always survives these situations, and that's the saddest part about all of this. Like the innocent person always loses their life in this situation. So, yeah, it's crazy, man. Even Skyview shared something in the chat room, man. He was like, um, you know, because he's a Raiders fan. He was like, my question, how are we going to be excited about the Raiders when Ruggs killed a woman, and he said my mom was killed by a drunken driver. So, man, I oh. condolences for that. So I know this hits home a little harder for him. And, and yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy, yeah, man. It was, what, saw, what else happened, man? This man. I saw a video. It was a video that was going viral yesterday, like in Philly, where it was a young boy who was, like, in his car. And he had, like, cut his IG live on. Like, I guess he was starting to spit some bars or something. And, and now you hear smack. Some boy was going 70 and, like, a 25 and smack into him. And I'm like, yo, folks be out here on the sauce just, just like, reckless. I don't, like, I don't, it, mm. that, that kind of ish bothers me because it can happen to anyone. Thing. And it's like. The, the people that be drunk, like, they don't even drive slow. Like, you just you just <laughs> all out going for it while you're drunk. Like, because it's I don't know, so, I don't know like, what it is about driving fast. You know when you're drunk. drunk. And you know, I don't know what it is about driving fast as a drunk. Because when you're under the influence of of herbs and tea, you be driving slow as I don't know what <laughs> you going. <laughs> you be obeying the speed limit then. But yeah. um, no nah, man, I, I I I can't. Man, I, I I I first of all rest in peace to the woman who lost her her life. Uh, rest in peace to Fido. Um, may our family have our, our condolences. Um, no, really, sincerely, man, really. I don't know. But, but yo, 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 Henry. Did you, but did you hear how she died, though? The impact ruptured her gas tank, which caused an explosion and a fire. So this wasn't even oh like something fat. Like, yeah, yeah right. She, uh, like, they basically she burned, burned to death. death. Like, this oh, dude, Henry. You gotta go to jail, B. 
for a long time. Wishing I can't, I can't, I can't be on no free Henry. This is unfair. No, I ain't no free Henry. Yo, yo, give yo, give Henry the needle, yo. Henry, Henry on the boat, man, like. They got, they yeah. got cut Henry Water off. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, you can't stop. The Pretty rain. much, man. You can't stop the rain. You can't. You can't. You can't. I, I don't. I don't ever wish the needle or the chair on a on a black man. But he got to sit down for. Like I don't feel. I don't feel bad about any amount of time he he ends up with, man. I, I mean, ugh, that's tough. Henry got Henry got to get it snatched in jail or something. Like something got to happen. <laughs> Henry got to Henry got to meet Joe Buttons with an S. Uh, Henry, yo, Henry, Henry, Henry got to be on the lizard. But yo, um, moving forward though, uh, uh, American me. Hey, what else happened, man? man? Let's Odell, get out of here. Your, your man Odell, Odell Beckham Jr. And I say Jr. for a reason because his daddy, because he senior, on social one social. Yeah, the video. My man like broke down some games for him, but what he was breaking down is. Just how ass uh, their quarterback is, and how Baker Mayfield misses like several opportunities to get Odell out of the ball. So he cooked right. while he was breaking down. Film. And it, and he and, broke you know. down film from like like four separate games of how many times, like Jimmy said, he either missed him on a throw or he missed him altogether, missed him being open and didn't get you know didn't even try to get him the ball. The funny thing, Jim, when that when that first came out and I actually went to look for the video, I thought it was going to be like, you know, some, you know, 30-second, one-minute-long edited-up YouTube no. video. Yo, this video was long as hell because he was going through every single play. Yo, my man, yo, my man got the all dead. He missed him. My man it got was the so long, long, I had to he stop went to watching work. it. I couldn't watch it anymore. Like, yo, this video too long. I ain't trying to watch this. But yeah, what do y'all think about that? My man got all like, 22. Um, because we've had situations like this before where somebody's family member would go on somebody's teammate. Um, Odell Beckham has actually been sat down by the Cleveland Browns after all of this, and it seems like I guess so. It seems like a trade is imminent at this point. But we've seen this from uh, uh, what's the Bulls' wife? They used to play for the Dolphins, who had the podcast. <laughs> Miko Grimes. We've seen Miko go on some teammates. We've seen Colin Kaepernick's chick go on teammates, go on commissioners, go on Ray Lewis, go on whoever she felt like going on at the at, at the particular time. So what do y'all feel? It, it, we're not saying his dad was lying, but is it in his place to do this? No. And do you no, think he it's, even it's not, does it's this not. without the permission of his son? Because we always act like the person that's being defended is innocent. Um, but that would just mean you can't control your bird, you can't control your pop. Do y'all believe that these people yeah. can't control these people, or are they giving them permission to go out and, and do this? Hey, I, I, so they can... in the in the case of Brent, in the case of Brent Grimes, he definitely couldn't control his bird, and I know for a fact that she had that sunshine, so he didn't even want. <laughs> hey yo, um, but, but um, your man, your man Odell probably <laughs> sat down with his dad and came up with the plan. Um, probably came up with the plan. I, I, I think that. Right. I think and, the funny right. thing when they is, came up with it and, and said how it was going to go, they probably jumped up and started dancing with each other shirtless. Started dancing and doing handshakes, doing LeBron <laughs> handshakes with each other and all types. Um, Odell is a, is a Odell is a supreme talent. 
supreme talent. And I he believe was open as hell on the problem. I believe the problem is he pays so much attention to things outside of just putting his nose to the grindstone and working really, really hard that he has essentially put himself in a position where a noodle like Baker Mayfield will overlook him because Baker's ego is bigger than the stadium he plays in. So you're not going to show the quarterback up who they're going to invest money in. You're just not going to do that. So now it's in a position where, yes, Odell is technically right. His dad is technically right from a purely football standpoint. But you're showing the quarterback up because you don't have a relationship with him where you can go into the room with him and a coach or him and a videographer and sit down and go over this stuff. Now it's just you getting thrown. You're going to end up under the bus by throwing him under the bus, and now you're out of town because you didn't take a different approach, which is working harder, running routes better, and sitting down with the bull. Which that ain't well. well. So, when, you, when you make a video like that, if you were in cahoots with your pops, I don't think being out of town is necessarily. I don't think that's not your your goal in this whole thing because you can't oh, do that that or have your family member do that and then go back and play with the dude. And I mean, what you thought it was gonna do? Make him throw to you more? Baker seems like a hole, I mean, so he don't really seem like that would have moved in any you know way, shape, or form. I mean. Fact of the matter is, the video is egregious. Baker is ass, yo. <laughs> That's the funny part. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part the video. Like, yo, Baker, the... <laughs> yo, point yo. proven. Oh, Odell Beckham Sr., point proven, beloved. <laughs> he ain't lying, though. He ain't lying. Yeah, yeah he right, definitely man. ain't lying, yo. The whole thing child, but he is not lying, yo. Baker is we, we are Actually, we already talked about Aaron Rodgers, you know, lying about his – well – if, for anybody who came in late on that conversation, man, the reason why we know Aaron Rodgers is lying is because Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and will miss the next game, maybe two. Um, but the fact that he never got vaccinated came out when he tested positive. Not not because he tested positive, because you can still test positive after vaccination. But, you know, th- this is when the teams and the doctors start digging into all your business and all your, your recent history. And, you know, I guess he must've admitted finally, you know, that he wasn't vaccinated. So that's how that story came about. Um, Rob asked us if we thought Aaron Rodgers was going to get quote unquote fair media coverage for this, um, comparing him to like Kyrie Irving. Um, I'm pretty sure I can speak for everybody here when I, when I answered him. Said no, but you know, you know where we live. You, you know what country this is. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey man, probably, y'all got anything to add to that? Our, uh, that yeah, probably Why not on our lie? agenda. Uh, totally unrelated. Uh, rest in hell to Albert Martinez. Uh, he passed <laughs> away over the weekend. Hey uh, yo, <laughs> yo. Some of y'all know. If y'all know, y'all know. Pat Porter. Pat Porter threw a party on uh, Instagram Live. And we know why. Yeah. Rest in peace. How you go from how you go from uh how you go from witness protection to trying to ride back through the hood? Uh, Jimmy said people were saying like he been trying to do that for some time now, like posing for the gram and all that kind of stuff. How you go from witness protection to the gram? 
Yeah. He's been on the gram for months. Like he been, he been, you know. Yeah. Some people say they was yeah, they were letting him get comfortable. So it was, yeah, outside. it was like it was a matter of time. Like they don't forget the type of stuff that you did, dude. Yo, there's some bitter old yo, the heads boys, out there just waiting for you to set foot in the hood to cut your water. Yo, it's a video. So, you it's know, a video on Instagram where my guy was out there. Yo, the guy was out there skydiving, like literally taking video footage. Yo, the night the night yo, that he was, happened, he was at people. a Halloween party. Like, he was a celebrity. Yeah, he was at a Halloween party. Listen, listen, he was hanging with Mary J. Blige. Like, yo, he was outside. He was hot. Where'd he go as the Grim Reaper? Like, no, he, like, was, uh, he had a he had a, a black uh, Jason mask on. Okay. And like, so he, 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 he was outside, outside, man. Some people saying that you know it's, it's the government that knocked him off. Man, all I'm saying is it looked like John Wick shot him with them, them uh, you know, them tight shots. Yeah, it did him, look a little professional. It did look a little professional, yeah. but B. Austin told the boy to rest in hell, though. So, all right, peace. Yo, B. Austin, yo. Anyway, I guess man, we're done here. Said, man. Yeah, that, that's what happened while you were on the bridge. Like, hey, B. Austin got a pocket this season, man. Can't stop the rain. Yo, that does. Tell everybody what happened today in sports history. Yes, sir. Right before we get up out of this joint, this date in sports history brought to you by Sports the Book. Y'all know what it is. Smart people only read the sports written by War Room Sports own Jimmy the Blueprint. Go pick up your copy at warroomsports.com or sportsthebook.com. November 4th, 1996, on Monday Night Raw, as a member of Mark Merrill's entourage, a rookie named Rocky Mavia, I don't even know how to pronounce his last name, which was uh, Maya Villa. He was taking taking his dad's first – he was taking a piece of his dad's ring name and his grandfather's ring name. But this rookie made his televised debut in the WWF at the time by getting into a melee following a match between Goldust and the Stalker. As we all know, that rookie became The Rock, one of the most famous wrestlers in wrestling history and probably like Hollywood's biggest star right now. Um, Shout out to The Rock and his debut. His actual debut match came about two maybe a week and a half later on the 17th um, when he actually had his first wrestling match in the WWF. Um, 11, four, November 4th, 1987 is the date the NBA announced four new franchises, Charlotte and Miami for the 1988 season and Minnesota and Orlando for the 1989 season. Um, expansion has been one of the worst things that happened to the league ever since then. But shout out to those four franchises and the date Damn. that they were announced. Shout out to all of these historical moments. Let's get up out of here, man. Let's cut this show yes, water for the shout, next. shout out to everybody for all the support and everything that we do. Shout out to those that called in we talked to. Shout out to those that called in that hung up because we didn't talk to you. Just shout out to everybody, man. We appreciate all the support. Check us back here next week. You know what I'm saying? And everything that we do, all of our content, I mean, all of our social media, all of everything can be found at the hub of warroomsports.com. My book can be found at warroomsports.com, and that book is Sports the Book. But as we always say, don't accept mediocrity. Be steadfast in the world of ignorance. And see you jump on top. Every Thursday, 6 to 8, they do this Shout out to Dev 
DJ Be often Doc Bay on replay WarRoomSports.com Get that mobile app It's not dial Call it 323-14-0012 They be going and you sensitive then oh well Yeah Physical podcast, the tough push. Showtime like magic in the block push. Listen alive, push one to join in. Rip your team or listen for your enjoyment. Hip hop dollars, pit stop knowledge. Should be in sports credits, I ain't talking college. Five guys, no beef though. Sports thrift, secret, but the streets know. Bellafani, I got a chief flow. KC, royalty, I'm in beast mode. Two hours, get your game up. Who's the best sports cast? You better name us. World of sports. Sports, www.warroomsports.com. What? Ain't no more to it.